Konnichiwa. And howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah, and apologies for missing last week. COVID struck. Oh my but... God, can you tell? <laughs> I still, I sound a little bit like Kathleen Turner. <laughs> thinking but maybe I've got like a possible career in, do jewelry, a in erotica. No, jewelry. Oh, ju- I was like romance novels, but. Well, you could do that too. Jewel Zales. What are some See? other. Um, chocolate commercials. Chocolate by your Godiva, everyone. That's the only upside of being patient zero <laughs> and giving everyone I love COVID. Except me. I guess you don't love me, though. No, I do love you. You just like always Somehow... are eating green things. And that is the only thing that I think has protected you <laughs> against me. Patient zero, literally spreading it to every but my parents everyone yeah she got just about everybody yeah except for me except for you and i've been like hiding in my room for the last 12 days going when can i I come out y'all i know well me too i i mean i spread it to everyone and all i was doing is sitting in a room for like six (laughs) days anyway it's out there be careful everyone i can tell you firsthand it is nobody's nobody's fun times yeah nobody's fun times so avoid it if you can and uh, but i'm back and yep, uh, we're back ready to rumble so apologies if i sound a little bit maybe sexy i don't know a little coarse a little who knows but uh thank you all for your well wishes and fun sumo content that definitely cheered me up and it was um, hilarious i loved all the pictures you guys sent happy sumo wrestlers in the rain <laughs> kiri bayama smiling at the camera <laughs> <laughs> Taran Fuji just being very happy. You have no idea how yeah. how happy it made it. It cheered me up. So and Laurie as well. And yes. she didn't maybe that's what kept her from getting it. But uh, <laughs> maybe it was all the sumo wrestler pictures. Well, here we are. Yeah, here we are. And just let you know what's gonna happen today. That's right. We are gonna talk Banzuke a little bit. We know we missed the boat. It's not timely anymore. <laughs> the Banzuke came out a week ago. So we're gonna go about this a little differently. You'll right. see when we get there. We've got some news for you. Of course, we're gonna go over bingo, but we're also gonna talk about two guys that are back in the top division this time after a break. We got nobody new right. in the upper division. Nobody knew. But we thought, you know, we should devote a little bit of time to Azumaru and Midori Fuji. Yeah, because why not? Why not? <laughs> We're at this period of like, what do you want to do with a podcast about next week? I don't know. How about just some random dudes we never talk about? Perfect. Let's go with Azumaru, yeah. who seems to be the grumpiest, most, although next to Kagiaki, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's a tough, It's a. it would be a well, tough competition between who looks the most dour. Well, and in case you don't know who the heck we're talking about, Azumario looks like he's about 55 years old and always grumpy. <laughs> and Midori Fuji is probably he the looks shortest like middle guy. management. Somewhere like very jaded middle management. But he looks 5'7. But oh, yeah, looks, Midori Fuji. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Azumario just looks grumpy. Yeah. But we'll talk more about these guys later. That's right. But first, newsflash. How about a big congratulations to all of our American sumo wrestlers who competed at nationals this last week? Yes, we loved following along and looking at all the pictures. And I mean, we saw a lot of the same faces, people we've been following for a while, Cornelius Booker, Jose Galindo, Kellyanne Ball, Yaledi Galindo, like, and Justin Kizart, Helen Del Popolo. I mean, there were like 
all of the old, old, but then like some cool new names as well. You know, Robert McConkie, um, Jenny Crook, like some newer names and James Doyle. And I don't know, there was just like a lot of people that were competing that were old and new and the camaraderie between everyone is what I'm just, I was loving. You yes. Know. Did you watch? I thought you were really sick that day. Yeah, I was. But I, I tried to troll you guys online, but no one was talking back to me. So <laughs> it was not working. <laughs> but I did try. And I watched for, for quite a while that on w- that big day. So thank you, guys. I saw some really wonderful sumo. Yeah, congratulations to everyone who won and everyone who also competed. Because even if you didn't get a prize this time, welcome to the world of sumo here in America. And you found a good, cool new family to be part of. Everyone continues to get better and better and better. Everyone seems to be improving. So congratulations on all of your wins and all of your amazing competition. A congratulatory a wish, is that what you would say? Sure. Goes out to Kisuno Sato, who revealed that he got married. To a commoner. Uh, to a, well, a general woman. A general it's my woman. my favorite translation. Yeah. But, well, no, that's not true. Sometimes they, they say... Horror hor- wife. Horror wife or horny. <laughs> horny A wife. very horny, yeah, yeah. horny tournament. You're like, what? What is a horny tournament? <laughs> Sorry for anyone who doesn't read the Japanese to English translations, but anyway, apparently, according to Google Translate, Late. He got married to a very general woman. Yeah. And, uh, she's and who meaning... can't relate to that? Exactly. I'm very general as well. <laughs> well, anyway, she's not a famous person. And they got married, I think, in December, anyway, the beginning of this year. And uh, yeah, so congratulations, Kisuno Sato. Yeah. I have not seen a picture of her. No. I have seen him accepting wedding gifts, pictures, well, without yeah. her in them. Yeah, which and makes he looks very, go... very happy in them. Like He looks happier than he's been <laughs> like, in years, with, decades without... maybe, without her accepting all <laughs> <laughs> these wedding gifts. It's very so, weird. Yeah, it's uh, to our American eyes, it's like, why don't they include a picture of her? But maybe that's her choice. Yeah, she doesn't, maybe doesn't want to be seen. I don't she know. doesn't want to have the paparazzi maybe, following actually, around behind her. She's probably behind him. It's she, true. She's standing right behind him. We can't see her. Because <laughs> she's so tiny. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> well, anyway, whoever she is, I know she's listening. Congratulations. Oh, uh, Daesho graduated from grad school in March. Oh, I did not hear that one. Yeah, he studied like family business i don't know what that is that well, also could be a number of things but can you imagine him in family business like do not cross this guy or he'd be like yeah. you're not on my door well, i find that um when i was doing my research on midori fuji he also studied family business and i was like is that a translation for like something else like, like small a general yeah but it keeps saying family business so i was like i don't know what is family business is it fishing i don't know maybe it's entrepreneurship or perhaps something. but anyway um he said he wasn't able to go to the graduation but he's going to focus now more on sumo again so so much for that degree <laughs> he got it but well, it'll come back in handy <laughs> later i'm sure it will I don't know if you kept your eyes peeled for this tidbit of information they they uh released all the weights who went up and who went down and wait before this basho? Oh, I did hear that Tochin Ocean uh-huh. had a major change. In a weight. major change. Yeah. We may not even recognize him. Okay, so Takeyasu put on seven kilos, which is like times 2.2. Two, so right? 15 pounds. 15 pounds. Yeah. Onosha put on eight. Oh, sure, you put on nine. Well, and he's been looking very much bigger. Well, and I remember he was told by his uncle, he's like, just gradually get better and just and gradually bigger. get bigger. Well, and he's on the big end of the scale now. <laughs> he is. Yeah. So I am excited to see what Hoshuri's going to look like. But Tochinoshin lost... Over 30 pounds. Over 30 pounds. Yeah, I left. 
Yeah, I mean, like thirty to thirty-five pounds. I mean, he'll really, probably look exactly the same. He probably will, but <laughs> I don't know what that's going to do to a sumo unless he walks out and he looks just like Nicolas Cage again, and we're like, oh my god, it is him. Or it what if really it is, is Nicolas Cage? Cage. <laughs> and he's like, hey guys, I'm just kidding this whole time. This is my latest film. Crazy me. We find out it was just a bodysuit the whole time. <laughs> Anyway, but I thought that was fascinating because I guess I I haven't really been keeping up with who puts on a little bit, who puts on a lot. But can you imagine in six weeks time putting on 20 pounds or taking off 30? No. That's just miraculous. It's frightening. Well, speaking of, we've heard from some listeners about how Gagumaru has been looking lately and how thin. Yeah. And he just looks like a completely different person because the pounds are coming off. Yeah. And yeah, these guys can go through enormous transformations in their body. Like it's not a big deal, but that is tough to do. Uh, Yeah. I would imagine. I mean, I've never done that. No, my own own version was just COVID. COVID? (laughs) Just a slight. Did you gain five, six, seven pounds? pounds. No, it was quite (laughs) gradual. But still, at the end of it, I was like, my clothes fit a little tighter. (laughs) But now I know why they wear robes, because it doesn't matter if they go up or down. Ah. Their robes always, their yukatsas always fit the same. Yeah. Anyway, Ichinojo, well... I am patient zero, so it's very possible that you. I gave Ichinojo COVID. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I apologize. He is not going to be in the Basho. It's just too close to, I mean, so, he can't train. Yeah. So all of you Ichi fans, I am sad to say he will be a dead square on our bingo. That's what I was just about to say. So no complaints when you get your bingo card if you have Ichinojo. Yeah. Or just take just, it to Twitter, y'all. Yeah, just take it just to Twitter. Just take it to Twitter. But sadly, we won't see him. But who knows what it, what he'll be doing behind the scenes. We'll we'll keep an eye out for what Ichinojo's up to He's probably just going to be in bed eating bonbons, cheering his friends on. Yeah, or like me, I did a, I did some watercoloring and I watched a lot of TV and old movies that made me feel happy. So maybe that's what he's going to do. He's going to eat some fried chicken because we know that's his favorite yes. meal. And and probably watch the Basho. Watercolor. <laughs> Can you imagine him watercoloring? He's watercoloring with like the Basho going on in the background all day long. I can totally see him playing video games and eating fried chicken yeah. and just hanging out and making a nice meal for everybody else. Well, he can't cook because then he gives everybody else COVID. No, he's got to just hang out by himself. Well, we're sending him well wishes. Yeah, get better, Ichi. Okay. I know we reported this a while ago, but it is is true. Abby is back living at home with his ordinary wife, that is translation, and new one-year-old baby after two years of being gone from them. Can you believe that? I think it's a great break. I mean, <laughs> if you have an infant who cries yes, all the time exactly. and you are trying to uh, compete in a sport that you need all of your energy, I, I kind of understand why he's like, I'm going to peace out on this really tough time. No, that's... It's sad, it's though. It's amazing. I mean, it's amazing, but it's also like, oh, my God, what these guys give up yeah. is to not see his baby develop in those first two years so that he could fight his way back up to the top. But the good news is he's back living with them. All is well. So There that... must be a way that he can hang out with them. It's not like they just close the door, lock him in, and say, you cannot leave for two I don't years. Know. We, we just don't know. <laughs> Maybe there is like a sumo basement. Until they... <laughs> you get back in top form, you you're forbidden. You never see your family again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's pretty much all of the news that I have. Or how about a little bingo reminder? Oh, that's right. Because bingo cards will come out this week. 
If you're on our email list, you'll get notification. Otherwise, check our social media channels for the link to download your bingo card. We are again working with Robert at Big Sumo Fan, who has generously provided all sorts of wonderful prizes in the past for our winners, as well as Leslie's world-famous jam. Yeah, I even bought some jars yesterday and some strawberries. I'm going to see what I'm going to whip up this time. Yeah, so there's prizes to be had. There's competition to be competed. There's... (laughs) Whatever. The f- competition is going to be fierce, y'all. <laughs> the bingo is going to be crazy. That's right. We got 500 cards, so y'all snatch yeah. them up. And if you've got new uh, friends who are sumo curious, tell them to get a card. It's a really great way to get into the sport and to follow each wrestler and just get the basics on sumo. Yeah. And, and also, again, on that same line, share our episode 109 with your friends. 109 was our latest episode that broke down a lot of what sumo is all about. And we think it's a really great episode for people to start. So again, if you didn't catch that one or you skipped through it and you got friends who are interested in sumo, go ahead and send them 109. It's back to the basics, I think is what it's called. How about the bonzuke? Yeah, so look, we're going to do this a little differently this time. We are we are just going to guess, mm-hmm. y'all. We're going to start at the top. This is really for people who are more familiar with sumo, but we're going to start at the top. We're going to work our way down, talk through this bonzuke, mm-hmm. and we're guessing how they're going to do at mm-hmm. this rank. Rather than talking to you about what they did in the past and how they got here and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's great info. And who's gone up one or who's gone down yeah, one. great info. We're just going to give you our gut yeah. feeling about how <laughs> each one of these wrestlers is going to do. And I'm going to write this all down and let's see how we do at the end. Okay. I imagine that we're going to be 100% incorrect in all of our guesses. I'm going to guess try. that we're going to be 100% correct. Okay, there we go. So at the top of the Bonzuke, of course, is our lone Yokozuna Terunofuji. I... Highly doubt he's going to finish. I'm not sure that he's well enough to compete through the entire Basho again. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say he goes out after a few days. Interesting. What are you going to say? I am I am also in the camp of I just don't trust that he's 100% well. So what I heard, the scuttlebutt that I heard is that his coach came out and said, oh, he's doing great. See, he's at the group training. Yeah. He came to one day. He looks amazing, which yeah. he didn't look amazing. He looked okay. But we're never, ever going to hear when he's not doing right. well. They only say, oh, they're ready. Right. I think he'll be there for the first few days, see how he does. Yeah. And then if he gets two losses in a row, he'll peace out again. Yeah. And you know what? He can. He can. I'm and not he holding should. it against him. I want him to sit the whole darn thing out and yeah. come in next time ready yeah. to rock and roll. Agreed. Okay. So we're both in agreement there. So our top ranked Ozeki this time is Mitakeyumi, who is in the East. And on the West, we have Shodai, man who... Uh, have to love what he did last time in the last bar show. Mm-hmm. But what do you think they're going to do? Okay, this is my prediction. Yeah. I think that Mitakeyumi is going to take this basho. With what? The win. I yeah? think he's going to win. You're, you think he's going to win? He is my pony I've picked. Okay. I think Shodai will typically be the spoiler, show up and look 
a little bit up too high and lose to people he's not used to losing to. He will give us the show show. I think Wakataka Kage. Um, Who's our second Wake? Yes. I think that he will continue to frustrate those guys, but I don't see him having a back-to-back Basho. So that's why it, I think yeah, that... Yeah, that would be really unusual if I, he I think they'll come for him since he just won. And he's... <laughs> come for you. They will, I think. But I think it's going to be Mitaki Yumi's... So do you think he's going to like do 15-0? and 0? No, but I think he could do 13-2. All right. So Leslie's picking Mitaki Yumi 13-2. What do you pick for Shodai? Nine and six. Nine and six. <laughs> you know, that is what he got last time. I'm going to go out on a limb and say... I think Shodai's going to get double digits this time. I I would love that. I would love for Shodai to get like 11-4. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't it be, uh, that would be really, really fun. I'm going to pick both of these guys at like 11-4. All right. Okay. You're expecting much more from me, Takayomi. What about Takakejo? I think he's going to sit again like Shodai, where he's going to show up and do what he needs to do. But I still don't see him quite back in top form yet. Like, I still really feel like that neck injury, even though he's been strong and we didn't see any of it this last Basho, I just feel like that's always sitting there. And it was such a dangerous, scary thing when it happened. Yeah. I think it's just going to follow him for a really long time until he has enough Bashos that he competes in well. Yeah. That he'll feel like that injury's in the past. Do you think he'll get a Kachikoshi? Yes. Okay. So at least eight, seven. Yeah. Yeah. My thing with Takakesho is I have yet to see anything other than the push. And I, yeah. it's really hard for me to he see him. He has been on the belt a little bit. A I mean, little, in the but last year, he's evolved a little bit. But to really make a Yokozuna run, no, I'm not seeing that from him or Shodai anytime soon. Well, Shodai, I feel like, has lots of other skills on the edge yeah. than Takakesho. So I'm going to say Takakesho at nine and six. That takes us to Sekiwaki. We've got uh, the same guys here that were here the last time Wakataka Kage and Abi. Wakataka Kage, of course, took the Basho last time. I think he's going to continue to do well. I, yeah. Like you, I don't think he's going to get I don't think he's going to win it, but I think he's he'll be in contention. Yeah. For, for, he'll be in the running. Yeah. I'm going to pick him as... I'm going to go 11-4 for him again. Oh, and also he's on his he's on his Ozeki run. So yes. I think he's going to bring it. I think he'll do 10-5. and five. Okay. So Abby. Abby is next. I think Abby's going to bust it out. I feel good about him. I yeah. think he's going to be 12 and 3. 12 and 3 yeah. for Abi. Ooh, I like that. 12 and 3. I'm going to pick Hoshoryu this time, though, oh. to win. Wow. Well, you know what? He's be totally been on the wrong. up and up. He, he struggled, but um, I think now that he's putting on weight, I mean, he's doing exactly as he's... And he's been up in Sanyaku. He's been bumped around, and now he's consistently hanging there. I think he's going to... We're going to just continue to see incredible things from him if Wait, he stays healthy here's my here's my fallback plan though okay okay so there's two guys my head says okay it's gonna be my head says either it's gonna be abi or it's gonna be hoshorio oh okay because that would be really fun and my heart is like you know who's been looking really good in training and who looked great last time and who actually could get his win mm-hmm. is our Magashira one takayasu oh man yeah if he if his body can hold out, well, and all the scuttlebutt like has been saying he's in he's feeling like he's in the top form. Yes, that he's he's been striving for. Honestly, I really feel like this could be his moment. Yeah, oh, well, let's all hope 
because he is my all-time fave. You know how I am. Everybody I wants this for him. So if you put me Takayami at 13-2, I'm going to put Takayasu at 14-1. All right. And we'll see what goes. But my head is like, mm, Hoshoryu and Abi over him. They're my heart. agitators, yes. for sure. But I'm going to go 14-1 and one with Takayasu taking it this time. Notice I completely skipped over Daisho, even though he just got his grad school diploma. That's right. He's His head's been in the books. And I just am not sure he's going to do yeah, well. In he's in position. that bump around phase where he gets bumped up there, gets knocked around, gets pushed down a little bit, and then he fights his way back. So I think here he's going to do 7-8. All right. So, okay. uh, Maki Koshi. I'm going to go with Kachikoshi. You're going to go with Kachikoshi? I think Kachikoshi? he'll get it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we talked about our Takayasu M1. How does your heart feel about his record? What do you think he'll do? Um, I think Takayasu would do at least 12-3. Yeah. Okay. Ichinojo. Well, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> 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 okay. Magashira 2. Kiribayama and Kotonawaka. Kotonawaka fighting at his highest rank. I think he's going to struggle here. I yeah. think he is going to get like a six, nine. Yeah. I'm excited that he's there, but I think he and Kitty Bayama are in the same sort of position where they're now consistently hanging in the upper ranks. And I think it takes a few tournaments for them to get their sea legs. And I think both of them will continue to struggle in this position. They're still going to beat lower ranked guys, but they're still going to continue to get chewed up by the guys above them. Well, I think Kiri Bayama is going to do better in this position because he's been hanging out in these higher ranks mm-hmm. for for longer than Kota Nawaka. So, I think he's going to do well at M2 and at least get his Kachikoshi, maybe 9-6, 10-5. I think he's going to do well here, particularly fighting against the guys that are below him. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to do well. Kota Nawaka, just question about his knee. That's all. And yeah. he's fighting at his highest rank. So yeah. I think he'll get a Makikoshi. Hokuto Fuji at M3, I think is going to rocket. That's exactly where he should be. He's going to get 10-5. Tamawashi at Maigashira 3 is going to get 8-7. That's my guess. What about you? He'll be fine. He, the guy will never retire. He'll just continue to just eke out at least a Kachikoshi he's, to all time. And he's, he'll be like he's in a, a wheelchair and they'll be like rolling him up there. They'll build a ramp and <laughs> he'll like, he still 65. be kicking asses. Yeah. And going for people's throats. Yes. Yeah. He's the oldest man in this top division. I do. Right I now. never doubt that man. Yep. Tamawashi will be great. Okay. Endo at M4 and Takanosho at M4. How do you think they'll do? I think um, Endo can hang there easily. I think he'll continue his streak of doing like kind of nothing that showy. He'll he'll disappoint a few big timers because he has he has some of those uh, top ranked guys. He has their number. Endo can fight at a really higher rank. I think it depends on how he's feeling. I'm going to say Endo here is going to be like one of those 7-7 seven, seven guys on the last day. Mm. And then we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Takanosho, I think he's going to get a 9-6. So M5, we've got Tobizaru and Onosho. Yeah. I think from here on out, I think it's like, this could be anybody's game. You know, it could be, I mean, it's so impossible for me to guess. What do you think? (laughs) I could continue going rank by rank and guessing, but I'm looking at you and your eyes are crossing and you're just like, I do not care. I don't. (laughs) I do care, but I, but I kind of feel like our listeners want to hear more about Azumaru and Midori Fuji, maybe. But you all have your own predictions. I, I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, what Tochi Notion's looking like. Like, how could you predict somebody who's, like, lost 30 pounds? Like, what's that going to do on his knees? 
some of these new guys coming up, Oho again, it, he's fighting at his highest rank. Wakamoto Haru had a great last Basho. Now he's fighting at uh, Maegashira, what, six. six? And then Kota Nawaka at Maegashira too. They might have a lot of energy behind them fighting at their highest rank, but they also might just get creamed. That's the thing about sumo that I love is that it's just unpredictable. Well, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing what Wakamoto Haru does at M6. Both of those brothers have just been steadily climbing through the ranks. And Wakamoto Haru is getting to the big change. You know, once you start getting towards the top, man, you go against the biggest guys, Mm -hmm. the strongest guys, Mm -hmm. and Wakamoto Haru is starting to get there. So I'm really interested to see how he's going to do. I think... He's going to struggle at M6. Just like Ura struggles. Once Ura climbs any higher than M6, he's the other M6. He struggles too, just because of his size. Yeah. So I expect Wakamoto Haru. Boy, sometimes his (laughs) name is so hard to say. It is. Oh my goodness. I expect him to struggle a little bit. But yeah. We all will have our strong opinions about the Bonsuke. But like we said, everybody always spends a lot of time on the Bonsuke. And what is common is that everyone is completely off on every one of their predictions for the most part. Yeah, and so we will be too. <laughs> if Mitaka Yumi wins, though, you can take home a ribbon. That's right. And if Takayasu wins, I'll take it home. And I would be so happy if Takayasu won. So, you want to go with Azamaru, or shall we go from shortest to tallest, or tallest to shortest? Let's go from tall to short. Alright. Alright, y'all. Azamaru is a tall drink of water. <laughs> He is 6'3". Oh! He is 6'3". And although he really does look like he's 55, he is 34. That's hard to believe. I'm pretty sure he's faking it. I am I want to see his driver's license because I do not believe it. I know. It's nutty. He's almost 35. He's going to turn 35 in just a few days. His birthday is in May. He's also like Tamawashi, like one of these tall Mongolians that's like, I never call in sick for one day of work. (laughs) I will not. He is 363 pounds. But he does not look like he's 363. He looks downright slim. He does. When you put him up against other people. With his height, yeah. Yeah, because he is so, so darn tall. Okay? But his birthday is May 12th. So it's coming right up. And I think that means he's a Taurus, if I have it right, which is kind of the perfect, yeah. the perfect sign for a sumo wrestler. Yeah. That sort of bullish, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Stubbornness is really perfect. Okay, so apologies before I do this. His name. Oh, here we go. I'm really sorry. Sanduijav Todbeleg. That is nothing okay. like it's really said. I'm positive. <laughs> but that is his birth name from Mongolia. Sanduijav? Sanduijav. Todbilig. Todbilig. Okay. He is from Mongolia. He is from the Gobi Altai province, which is the very edge of Mongolia. And it sort of butts up against the Gobi Desert. Uh-huh. Wow. Really sparsely populated area. It's like 600 miles from Ulubatar, Ulaanbaatar, however you say that capital. Yeah. It is a, an extremely harsh environment. Right. When I looked up this area, okay, they've got one runway one paved runway in their airport. And it's now like much of it is a national park. It's been set aside, but it gets super, super hot in the summer, and like 100 super, super to 110 cold. degrees. Yeah. And it gets, yeah, like negative 50 yeah. in the winter. Like re- amazing, amazing. It's amazing that, anything that people, yeah, that people have adapted to that. Yes. 
It's crazy. So here is his story. He is from that area. He was scouted in Mongolia, came to Japan at age 15 to go to Japanese high school and to study in the high school sumo club because he was already good at sumo. Are already good at wrestling, I should right. say. I don't know the that it's sumo. wrestling. Yeah, but, but they, they were like, like, this kid's got potential. Yeah, this kid looks like he's going to be tall. He's going to be strong. Let's bring him in. So he came into the high school and then he went to the Kyushu Institute of Information Sciences, which hmm. is college. But he dropped in his third year to take an open spot. There was an open spot for a foreigner, foreigner, <laughs> for a foreigner <laughs> in Tamanoi Stable. Okay, remember there's that rule that there can be one foreigner, one her foreigner. <laughs> so a spot came open, and he was like, "I know I'm in college." This is my shot. I am right. not, not throwing gonna, away no. my shot. That's right. So so he went to the stable when he was 21, and uh, he jumped right into his sumo education classes with the JSA. He started professionally. There was some scuttlebutt when he started because there were some other gentlemen that joined at the same time that were foreigners, uh -huh. and they were L-smoking L-pot. Oh. And... The JSA was thinking we should not take these people because they smoke they pot. Sm yeah, they smoke <laughs> pot. But then someone from the JSA said, this Azumaru kid, he's been here for six years in Japan, and he, quote, has some common sense. Right. So Because those yeah. other pot-smoking sumo wrestlers do not have that, common sense. That is right. So he got to stay. And they they pretty much acknowledged from the beginning that he had a good head on his shoulders. He was just serious enough. And he to was forty five back then. Yeah, he was forty five. <laughs> so he went pro in eleven of two thousand eight. He has been around so much longer than I ever realized. It took him just over four years to get to Jurio. And I gotta tell you, in on the Wikipedia page, there's a picture of him in two thousand thirteen. No, two thousand twelve. He is a tall and beautiful drink of water. Oh, really? Well, yes. what happened in the last... Well, sumo ages the body <laughs> about 40 years, it seems like. Or he's always faster. been 45, 50. Maybe. And middle management. Yes. He's done well. He has also won a U-show in Jurio. And he's been there a long time, but he's never been able to really translate that success into the highest division. Right. He's been one of those guys. He's bounced back and forth a little bit from the top two divisions, but he primarily stays in Jurio. He's been up to Maegashira 14, but he's just never stayed long in Makauchi. Hmm. He's had some knee trouble. In 2020, he was able to stay in Makauchi for two tournaments, but most of the time he just pops up once and goes back down to Jurio. Uh, and he's been in Jurio steadily since May of 2020. He spent 44 tournaments in Jurio and only eight in Makauchi. But like most of our Mongolians, he's a Mawashi man. He loves a good Yorikiri. He loves a great Uwatanage. And I think he might be the top wrestler at his stable. Well, that's why Takanosho, Takakesho, all the Takas, yeah. they're all together. And yeah. so they wrestle with each other and they're all great. So exactly. if you are the king of the castle, maybe that's why he hasn't really yes. taken off in Makauchi is that it, except for the joint practices, which he's been at, yeah, he doesn't get the day to day. Well, he has one other wrestler at his stable that is a Jurio wrestler as well. Mm -hmm. So they are pretty much wrestling with each other to train. But if he was at a larger stable, he would have more people to practice with. Right. So that might be the reason that he hasn't been able to stay very long at the top. So here he is back. Stats-wise, we don't expect him to stay here more than one time. Right. 
couldn't, but he could. Cut to, he wins the whole ding, ding, thing. Right? Yeah. And we go, okay, this grumpy looking old man is amazing. He could have had a really great career in Hollywood Westerns. Yeah, playing a bad guy. Yes. Yeah. Would you like to hear about good old teensy Midori Fuji? Yes. His real name is Kazunari Anhara. And Much he better is at Japanese than Mongolian, aren't we? Well, I'm still not that great. He was born August 30th, 1996. He is 25 years old, so he's a youngin. And he's from Shizuoka Prefecture. He is 5'7 and about 250, 251 pounds. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm thinking 5'7, so that's shorter than me. And he weighs two of me. And the amount of muscle mm-hmm. somebody that much shorter than me would have to have to weigh twice as much as me is pretty astounding. It is astounding. But um, he's at Isegahama Stable. So that's a powerhouse stable. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he joined Sumo in 2016. You know, he uh, he has he's won one Jurio uh, tournament, so that's good. But when he first started, he did really well. Seven wins, zero losses for like his lower divisions. He really did. Uh, he got first place in both of those. So when he entered in, he was doing pretty well. But what's interesting about him is that he, um, you know, he said that he's looked to other small wrestlers as his inspiration, such as Inho and Tetsuyoshi. But he started out, like a lot of the other wrestlers, doing sumo like most of his life. And he said that the reason why he took sumo so seriously, and this is on the Japanese translation of Wikipedia, but when he was in the second grade, he was in a sumo competition and he got second place and it devastated his mother. And so ever since, I I guess we have like a stage mom or a sumo mom, I don't know, Mm -hmm. Um, to prove it to her, he doubled down and took it very seriously just to make his mother proud. And I was like, I would be like, if I was your mother, I'd be like super proud of your second place win in second grade. Yeah. But he has always done really well in competitions all growing up. And even in college, he went to Kinky or Kindai University and he was on the, in the sumo club. And he also left university a couple of years early and he went home to his hometown and he was scouted. Isagahama was uh, the they were scouting in the area and they saw him and then they asked him to come to the stable. So he he had left sumo and then being scouted, he he went back in and then of course got into a really a really good stable. So he has fallen out of Makauchi a couple of times, but in Jurio he has had a couple of really good records. The last four records, he was eight seven, seven eight, nine six, and the last tournament he had a twelve three win, uh, which brought him to our twelve three record, which brought him to this tournament at what is he, Maigashira sixteen? Yep. So for a little guy, he has managed to do very, very, very well. And a couple of other like fun facts about him is that his name, I think, means jade in his Shikona. It's uh, derived from the fact that the more you polish the jade, the more it shines. Well, Midori is green. Fuji right. Fuji is mountain. So, so he's green, green mountain. mountain. But isn't somebody else... Green Mountain. Well, there's a bunch of Fujis. That's mountain, right? So mm-hmm. anyway. Oh, well, Fuji is the mountain. Yama is a mountain. Oh, that's right. Yama. Yeah. Yeah. Fuji is the, the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Fuji actually means something else, though. Too. Yeah. Maybe it means stone. I don't know. I can't remember, but I should remember. Are we still doing our uh, Pimsleur Japanese lessons? I am. I am studying all about how to say you cannot take cars under the undersea tunnel. <laughs> 
something so useful for a trip to Japan. <laughs> Another fun fact is he had COVID in February, and he still managed to get that 12-3 record in March. Wow. Yeah. So I think the guy is like a little survivor, and there's not tons of information on him, you know, personal, family life, all that kind of stuff. But um, he did have one tech, when he made his debut into the Makuchi division, he won the Jinosho, the technical award, yeah, technique yeah. award. So I expect him to do pretty well again this time. He seems to be somebody who's not intimidated by larger wrestlers. He really gets in there. He fights hard. He loves the katasukashi, mm-hmm. and he's great at the underarm swing down. I think that's what it is. And um, so he's full of kind of surprises and excitement, kind of the way some of the other little guys are as well. So, however, however, the last time I think it was the last time he was up in the Makauchi division, he herniated a disc yeah. in his back. And that's yeah. why he dropped down. So I, I'm going to be watching his back yeah. to see what happens yeah. when he goes against those larger guys. The last three tournaments, he had a Kachikoshi and then a Makikoshi, barely, and then 9-6 and 12-3. I'm excited to see more of this guy. I think if he, if he moves fast enough and does not get caught, yes, then he could do really well. That's... But whenever those little guys get caught, oof, it's scary. It is. It is. So, yeah, that is about all I've got on Midori Fuji. Yeah, and if these guys move higher in the ranks, there'll be more to research about them later. Can you imagine if Midori Fuji won the U Show? How many wonderful articles would come out about his background and his mom being so disappointed in him? Second grade. Yes. Every time he steps in the dojo, he's like, this is for you, mom. This is for I will you. never be second place again. Let's let's let Wakamoto Haru take this one. And then we'll get even more stories about the Waka family. Absolutely. No matter what happens, it's going to be exciting, y'all. And it, it starts is. on Sunday. Well, then get your bingo cards and stay tuned. Until then, I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. And we'll see you next week. Sayonara. Bye. Bye. Bye.